0: This is the Defender Radio News Brief. I'm Michael Howey, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers. This is the first episode of Season 6, and I'm thrilled. I have a lot to catch you all up on, and I'll do that in the full episode later this week. But this news brief is for those of you on the go, so let's get right into the show. Those in consumptive wildlife activities, like hunting and trapping, enjoy saying they're responsible for the conservation of many species. And, in some ways, they are. But there's an important difference between the concept of hunting to conserve and regulating hunting to conserve. And that's the subject of a paper by Dr. Adrian Trevis, along with Dr. Kyle Lartell and Paul Paquette. Differentiating between regulation and hunting as conservation interventions – published in the August 2018 edition of Conservation Biology, takes on the difference a word can make in conversation and policy. The need for such a paper is not new, says Dr. Travis.
1: As one of the reviewers pointed out, uh, many of us roll our eyes or chafe at the assertions that are made in the conservation science literature and public presentations about hunting as a conservation intervention. So we've been rolling our eyes and chafing for a long time. And therefore, the question sort of is, why now? And it's very timely. It's urgent with things like grizzly bears being proposed for hunting in uh, the Northern Rocky Mountains of the USA and frequent calls for the hunting of wolves in the lower 48. Uh, but it also happens in other parts of the world, and that, and that's why a journal like Conservation Biology with an international readership and a high-impact factor would pick up our diversity opinion. That, that's the name of the article.
0: That is not to say that hunters have not contributed to wildlife conservation. It's well documented that many conservation projects, from habitat restoration to outright habitat protection, stem from hunting organizations. However, those are not direct methods of conservation, Dr. Trevis says.
1: Those are all indirect actions, indirect contributions to preventing extinction. And one shouldn't underestimate those. But there are dozens of indirect actions that have contributed to preventing extinction, such as change in society's attitudes and norms towards how we treat wildlife and nature, changes in land use and agricultural practices, right? All of those have indirect effects. But the that hunters are hunting prevented extinction, saved wildlife. Those are claims about direct conservation action. And and when you look at straight in the eye, the only direct conservation intervention was regulating hunting. It was regulating the over-exploitation and enforcing laws against commercialization and against poaching. Those are the direct interventions. And so we are holding our colleagues to task. And that includes scientists like ourselves in universities and in non-governmental organizations. But it also includes those wildlife managers, biologists working in, in government agencies, whether it's state, provincial, tribal, federal, what have
0: you. Regulated is just a word, though. Can it really have that big of an impact on policy and the public? Dr. Travis argues that it can.
1: When one drops the word regulation, you know, intentionally or unintentionally, it tends to reduce the importance and investment in law enforcement, which means poachers get uh, emboldened. They may sense that there is no regulation or enforcement. And throughout, across the U.S., we've seen a resurgence of poaching especially for uh, threatened and endangered species, especially for our large predators. So poachers and other environmental crimes, uh, they get emboldened when policymakers and the public stop emphasizing regulation and enforcement. And for those who intentionally drop it, that's a political statement. That's an ideology that we don't need regulation.
0: You can check out this paper on the Conservation Biology website or your preferred academic portal. Links can be found in the show notes for this week's news brief. The full interview with Dr. Travis will be online later this week. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you receive the new episode as soon as it's posted. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Michael Howie for Defender Radio, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong.